So who talks first? You talk first? I talk first? Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Who Talks First? I'm one of your hosts, CT. And I'm your other host, Solo. And today, we are talking about a thing that a lot of people really liked, but we didn't know. So we made a reaction video because we thought for sure we were going to be absolutely head over heels in love with this episode. And it's the first time Rebels has really disappointed me. I don't think an episode could have disappointed me more. Like, I've had episodes that I've liked less, that is for sure. Episodes Mm -hmm. I didn't care about as much. But the hype for this episode, which is Twin Sons, obviously that's what we're talking about, and the title of the podcast will insinuate that, uh... We, you saw our reaction, maybe you did, maybe you didn't, uh, there, there'll be a link down below. Yeah, if you want to watch us live react to it. And before we get into it, I do want to say, I did rewatch the episode thinking it would help. It did not. I did watch Rebels Recon to think it helped. It did not. The things that were missing from the episode were still missing. <laughs> yes. The things that we want and the things that make sense narrative-wise and... You know, I think that they should still be there. So, so let's let's get in, into this. Let's just dive right into this. We were so confused as to other people's reactions that we had to go and make sure that there weren't, like, two versions online or something. I literally watched two separate recordings, one that came from the Disney XD website and one that came directly from the television to make sure that the version we watched first wasn't the wrong one. And I do want to say, like, first and foremost, I'm, I'm glad people liked it. I disagree. Yeah. But I'm, I'm glad people liked what they put out and right. that's I'm what not, they wanted. I'm not looking to, like, start an angry mob. I'm just saying I'm the most disappointed I've ever been. Yep. In my whole life, never more disappointed. Never more disappointed than this moment. But, like, Star Wars-wise... In the franchise, I've never been so disappointed. They've been building this up, and the build-up was so phenomenal. So, well, let's just start at the beginning of the episode. Beginning. Uh, so it starts off pretty well. We have Maul on Tatooine, and Maul has this emotional build-up. It's there. He's gone a little bit crazy. He's very manic. The the manic Maul that I wanted to see at the end of the episode is here. And do you hear how violently like he's screaming Get for Obi? He's screaming for Obi Wan. And so when they finally have their confrontation, it's just so lackluster. Anyway, Maul, he's a little bit manic, and then he realizes, oh, I'm, I can use Ezra to lure out Obi-Wan. Uh, that's a stretch, but it's, okay. It's a weird tactic. I see what they were doing, but again, it was just kind of like a plot device to bring Ezra into the episode, mm-hmm. which I see why. This is Star Wars Rebels. This is about the Rebels characters. But I think, just for the fact that this is a match, this is a rematch that is... Like, 20 human years in the making. Right. And 30 Star Wars years in the making. (laughs) Again, guys, they haven't seen each other in, like, 30 years. The last time... Well, the last time they saw each other was during the Clone Wars, so, like, about Mm. 20 years ago. Mm. Uh, And then... But their first match in The Phantom Menace at this point is 30 years ago. You're right. And so this is a... Revenge plot happening for 30 years. Obi-Wan, not Obi-Wan, uh, Maul has has a creepy shrine built to Obi-Wan and Satine and... And so... He's been obsessed. I see why they wanted to bring Ezra into the episode, but I think for, this, for the sake of 
for the sake of what this episode was, we did not need this much of him. No. I mean, the first 18 minutes of the episode were just Ezra and Chopper, <sighs> and it was just them walking through a desert, and I didn't, I didn't need that much. Didn't need it, and I'm sorry, let's talk about the plot holes created because of that. They put in this scene where Ezra gets attacked by Tusken Raiders and his ship gets destroyed, but then he's able to fly off the planet, no problem. How did I, he get off the planet? I, uh, I forgot to pay attention during my rewatch. I wanted to see if it was the same ship that he took back or not. But even Either. if it's not, where do you get the money for a new ship? I don't know. I don't know. Did you just steal it? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that, that one didn't make a whole lot of sense. And they added the sand people I mean, just fun Tuscan Raiders. Ah, you're on Tatooine feeling. But... Can we just have more Obi-Wan there? Anyway, so Ezra leaves to go to Tatooine because he feels this call because the holocron with the recording on it from with Obi-Wan's recording, it's kind of glitching out. And he senses that Maul slash Obi-Wan is kind of calling for him again. And he's falling for Maul's trick again. Kanan was even Jesus. like, it's a, it's a trick, man. You've fallen for this a million times. She's like, no, I need to go to Master Obi-Wan. Like, you, you never even met Obi-Wan, Ezra. Why do you care so much? If Kanan's like, no, this, this you shouldn't is, do this. Maul's been tricking you before. And what do you know? It's a trap. It was still a trap. Yeah. And good again. so he still somehow leads Obi-Wan to Maul. Again, I don't totally understand. No, I don't. How that works how it's like happened. Obi Wan can feel the holocron, feel the force sensitive, and he's kind of drawn to it. But and then Maul yeah. was able to somehow find him because of that. Like I get what they were going for, but it wasn't a clear enough reason for me to be like, yes, Ezra was necessary in this episode, no. especially as much as he was. Me personally, I, Ezra shouldn't have ever found Obi Wan. No, I think. He's not supposed to know that Obi-Wan's alive. Nobody is. Or if they were going to have him find Mm Obi-Wan, I know this is just going to be assumed later that Ezra just knows that he shouldn't tell anyone Obi-Wan's alive, but Obi-Wan needed to be like, I'm here to protect someone. You cannot tell anyone that I'm here. Right. So dialogue that was needed, but wasn't in there because they were too busy having Ezra walk around the desert. So later they might establish that somewhere. Like Ezra might be talking to Kanan and he'll be like lies about Obi-Wan or even tells them like, well, I know where Obi-Wan is, but we can't, we can't interfere with what he's doing. That has to come up later because they can't know Obi-Wan or Ezra doesn't even know why Obi-Wan's there still. He doesn't. No. So he's not going to know that it's important because Obi-Wan didn't tell him that. He just has a force feel. I could feel it in the force that I should not tell anyone. There was just a, a lot lacking that could have been there and and wasn't. And I'll reiterate, I'm very glad that for a lot of people, we are in the vast major- minority, hmm. from what I've heard at hmm. least. Uh, everyone seemed to really love the episode. And I'll be very... I like when people like Star Wars. Yeah. So I won't... I won't be bitter about that. But again, a part of me is very surprised. There are things... I like... I... Ugh, there are things that I understand. I... Part of me likes the poetic sense of Maul getting struck down like he's nothing. Because that's all he was. Nothing. His... His death is just as unsatisfying as the first time. Which... If not less! Yeah. Like, part of me kind of likes that. But for the sake of Obi-Wan, 
I think this episode deserved more. And this is coming from someone who hates Darth Maul. I hate Darth Maul. Who's wanted Darth Maul to be dead since The Phantom Menace. I don't think he's ever sh- he's ever should have come back in the first place. And I'm like, he deserved a better send-off. I mean, well, at least Obi-Wan deserved a better, like, way to... I just... So, we'll get to the confrontation. So, Ezra and Obi-Wan do find each other. Hmm. And we were holding hands... Because we're so expecting Obi-Wan's first line to be, Hello, Hello there. there! Which, they do so many other callbacks in this show, that would that was a missed opportunity. It didn't and even have to be, like, the Obi-Wan, Hello there! It could have just been, a, like, like an Alec Guinness, Hello there. You know, like, a, I can't do an Alec Guinness impression. But, no. you know, just a nice, flat, like, Hello there. It would have been Bye. such a good callback, and it would fit in so well. Because they already, they did so many cheesy callbacks in this episode. One, Tusken Raiders. Two, with... Yeah, deserts are really rough, certainly for droids. Ha <laughs> ha. It sure would suck if you had to cross the desert. <laughs> so they do a bunch of callbacks like that. So really, they do it through the Obi-Wan point, which is nice. They but do. we really wanted the hello there in there. Obviously, that's not why we no, disliked the episode at nice. all. But it would have been fun. So finds Ezra dying in the desert, brings somehow him to a fire. Somehow charges Chopper. That's... Somehow. He's got an outlet. A really long extension cord. Ah, uh-huh, <laughs> of course. There you go. And his back. So, Ezra wakes up around this fire. It's nighttime now. They have this, like, brief little conversation about how Ezra knows that it's... Obi-Wan's gonna be the one to... He's like, you need... Save us. Yeah. Or because of Obi-Wan, we're all gonna be saved. I know help. it. And he's like, this is the first time I've heard of it. I don't know what you're talking about. One, cough, Ray Kenobi. Am I right, guys? Yep. Yep. Uh, my poor, my poor theory that will never happen. Nope, but especially after this. It's just, never. Uh, yeah, again, Star Wars, this is the first time I've been so disappointed by this buildup. And I just, all the, the conversation that Obi-Wan has with Ezra, I feel like that dialogue, while necessary, could have still happened with Maul. Oh, yeah. It could have been a conversation between Maul and Obi-Wan. It would have been a much differently paced, like, conversation, but all the information could have still got across the exact same way. And I I didn't get any, like, I didn't feel any emotion during that confrontation, and a lot of people were like, oh, what an emotional send-off. And I'm like, the only thing Maul's really said to Obi-Wan was like, you're a you're desert rat, look how badly you aged, and you're here to protect something, or someone... And then, is it the chosen one? He will avenge us. Boom. That's so basically emotional. all Maul gets to say. So, both me and you agree. So, mm. well, first of all, uh, oh, Maul shows up in oh, yeah. the episode. There he is. Boom. And He's Maul. Sending Ezra away, while necessary, was the weirdest, most awkward send-off. Bye, Ezra. Get out of here. He's like, Ezra, you should leave. I will handle Maul. One, Maul's obsessed with Ezra, too. Mm. You think Ezra would be, or Maul would be like, no, you're gonna stay. You're gonna stay and watch me kick this old guy's butt. Like, I'm glad Ezra was gone, but also they put Ezra on the do-back. Who's the slowest? Yep, and then Chopper just- uh, Who knows how long they have to wait until he's out of sight and like, now we can duel. And it has a perfect little, like, thing on the back for Chopper, which- Totally makes sense. A hundred percent. Because, you know, Obi-Wan has droids. So... Don't remember the droid. He, he made it. Ah. And, like, stuff like that, I'm willing to let slide. But it was... 
And then Maul says, I'll see you soon, soon apprentice. Which Meaning. implies Maul doesn't think he's going to die, or that Ezra's going to die soon. Hmm. Which, I mean, honestly... We'll see, I guess. But. We'll see. I don't, I don't know how they're going to have to do... Ezra and Kanan have to be gone by the end of... But that's a, that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother podcast. We've talked about this before, about how... It just has to happen. It has to happen. So they can twist that later if Ezra does, does in fact die. That, mm. That's what Maul meant. Like, Maul knew he was going there to die. So when he said, I'll see you soon, Apprentice, it's like, we're going to be dead together. Yeah, Which, we're dead together. Then but that, that, that point, doesn't make any sense because... Sith can't join the Force, so he wouldn't see Well, they all join the Force. They just can't be Force ghosts. you're fine. You're right. Yes. So you can can sort of make it poetic sense. Either way, I'm not putting that much weight on it, because a lot of people were saying, well, the battle was so short because Maul went there to die. No. And I'm like, with that line, it really seems like he's planning on living. It really seems like he's planning on finally getting his revenge, which again, the whole reason that Maul is alive was because his hate... Let him live through Phantom Menace. His hate for Obi-Wan Kenobi in particular was so strong that he was able to live being cut in half. Does nobody remember that? This is how much Maul super cares about Obi-Wan. And getting revenge on Obi-Wan and getting a reaction out of Obi-Wan. So why do we not see that? All throughout Clone Wars, when they're fighting, he's just constantly trying to get Obi-Wan riled up and get him angry. He's like, I want revenge, even though I'm totally the one that started all of this, but you wronged me. And I just constantly want to ruin your life, and he does that constantly. But it was never enough. So, this confrontation happens, and it's- then they start fighting. Mm -hmm. Confrontation of, like, you look like a desert rat, and- Obi-Wan doesn't say anything, does he? I don't think so. I can't remember. I mean, if he does, it's nothing important or pulls at your heartstrings. So they get in the pose and they're like, "Oh, nice pose!" And then, then he switches tr- in the Qui-Gon stance, Ooh. which, which again, is are- cute, but still could have happened. Yeah, if you would have made this a better uh, confrontation in general. Uh, Maul comes up, two strikes, the last one, the final blow. He goes in to try to with the move that he killed Qui-Gon. Again, these are really nice throwbacks. They are nice, but because of just how quickly. And lack of emotion behind them, they were kind of just throwaways. I can't put them as a part of symbolism in the scene, because... Nothing led up to it. No. And so, he chops the lightsaber in half. It it also goes through his chest. We were confused, because we were like, okay, you just chopped his saber in half. What does that matter? Yeah, we we both were like, oh, now he has to fight with two sabers, like Ahsoka. And you're like, oh, wait, no. Oh, that went through his chest, too. Oh, he's dead? Oh, okay. What? Got it. And then he dies with being like, is it the chosen one? And Obi-Wan goes, he is. And then he was like, he will avenge us. And we'll talk about that. But that's all the confrontation is. It's so unbelievably short. Obi-Wan doesn't even come into the episode until, I think, 18 18 minutes. minutes. 18 minutes into a 22-minute episode. Obi-Wan doesn't even come in until almost the and end. And he spends, like, what? Uh, probably a good two minutes talking to Ezra. And there's a good minute of the episode where Ezra's back on... Uh, the base. Chopper base. Being like, yo. I'm sorry, this is where I belong. And also, we'll never have to worry about Maul again. Well, I... No, he's dead. Yeah. Cool. So Even though I wasn't there. 
Even though I wasn't there. He was on the do-back. He was only 10 feet away, it's honestly. True. The That's, whole thing went down. He was like, oh, it's over already. Uh, oh, wait. I'm oh. disappointed. <laughs> I was expecting so much more from that. So much. Maul's normally really manic. That was weird. So we're going to talk about a little bit what we would have done differently and what we really expected and well, what would have... First, we'll talk about what we would have wanted, but... We, we understand why it didn't happen. Yes. We'll talk about the things that we want as people, and then we'll talk about the things that we ex- we expected as because they were in Star character. Star Wars in character. Yeah. yeah. We both would have loved to see Obi-Wan have a reaction. Yeah. Uh, especially when Maul... Because we expected Maul to be super manic and trying to get something out of Obi-Wan, like shouting about, like, I killed Qui-Gon and I killed Satib and blah, 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 rubbing these things in Where Obi-Wan's he, face. he wants a fight. Yes. And this point, they don't need to be fighting. If you really wanted that fight to be three hits and that's it, mm-hmm. that's fine. This could just be Maul trying to get something out of Obi-Wan. Preferably, I would have liked if Maul was just striking at Obi-Wan and he was just deflecting, not giving a care. He's super calm. Calm, one with the force... Like, and Maul's just insane. And that way you get a sense of the the dark side is not more powerful than the light. You're not... You get to see the super contrast between manic Maul and now calm Zen Obi-Wan that you're creating. And so, I mean, ideally, both of us would have loved to see a reaction from Obi-Wan like Maul. Like the, when Maul brings up Satine or maybe even brings up Anakin in mm-hmm. some way. And that's when Obi-Wan's just like, No! And, and then ends it. Yeah. Did I say Obi-Wan? I feel yeah, like I said, did. all right, good. Yeah. And then Obi-Wan's just like, no, and stabs him. But and we understand... Why they didn't do that completely. We totally understand that because they're going for the calmer Obi-Wan, the person who's more in tune with the Force and more Jedi-like. Mm-hmm. Even though he's not a Jedi anymore, he says that. But maybe he hasn't made that switch just yet. He still has his Jedi mindset. So, I 100% totally understand get, why they didn't do that. I, that's what would have gotten the most emotion out of me. Yes. But as a, as a viewer, but I get it. So, so, when they go about it, I still think they should have just had Maul desperately trying to get some reaction, a reaction out of Obi-Wan. They could have even been circling the, the fire the entire time, still in defensive stances, where Maul's trying to get Obi-Wan to strike first, because mm-hmm. he wants to see Obi-Wan break. So he's rubbing in his face all the things that he's you done over these Qui-Gon. years. You couldn't save Qui-Gon. You couldn't save Satine. You couldn't save Mandalore. It's you couldn't sa- even save your apprentice. S- something like that. Trying to get this man to break. And, and then, now you're here, hiding on this rock. And even when they're blah. circling each other, and then that even makes that three-hit thing, you just, boom, 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 done. Yeah. You're done. Would have been, still could have been that three hit, but if you lead up to it when this, like, emotions and mm-hmm. this conversation makes it way more powerful, because you see that Obi-Wan was able to stay calm throughout the entire thing, and Maul was never a threat, and never affected him. And, yeah, Maul really lost his manicness, I feel like, when he's with, with when he's with, uh, Obi-Wan. I mean, obviously he still is a little bit crazy, but, like, in the beginning of that episode, even when they first do that mind meld in Ezra in the beginning of the season when he's in his creepy shrine that he has to Obi-Wan with the the weird stained glass picture of Satine. Mm-hmm. This man... You've been building up this manic character. He has, And then you just I forgot. feel like he has so much to say. And this is how you know 
Because I I hate Ma. I wanted him to go away. I just didn't even want him to yeah. be here. But I'm like, what? Give this man a chance to talk. But like, I'm I'm sorry. It just seemed the most out of character thing I've ever seen. I'm so confused. I feel like the person writing this episode has only seen Phantom Menace, <laughs> and they didn't know Maul's entire backstory In the entire Clone time. Wars. Like, honestly, well, I mean, that's obviously it that's, like. it's not true, it's but... It's not true, but it, it kind of feels like, like that. I will agree with you on that. Even the start of the episode, you still have Manic Maul there, where he's talking to himself, and he's like, here it is, I'm finally it's here. Like, ah, I, will, I will draw out his noble heart. How will I do that? I seek a noble And he's like, this is how I'm going to do this. I'm finally going to get this. And, and, it, and so obviously he wants the satisfaction of defeating... Even if he knows a, that he can't defeat... He wants to break Obi Wan. Yeah, even though like he maybe going into that, you can say that he wanted to go in and die. So he's like, maybe he's going into it going, I'm not as strong as I used to be, but maybe I can at least break, break his spirit. Maybe I can at least win this battle by watching him crack. So like it it makes it would have made so much more sense and been so much better and made character sense. It just it just super lacked with me and. Uh, so, and then, so he's struck down, and he says something about, the chosen is it one. the Chosen One? And, oh, so, I do understand that Obi-Wan, 100%, does not think Anakin is the Chosen One anymore. Which, understandably, he's like, Anakin's, he go- Anakin's gone. I personally don't like the line, because the Chosen One debate is just one I'm sick of having. Right. And this is just going to inspire a bunch of people to be like, yeah, see, Anakin was never the chosen one. And I'm like, no, Anakin is still the chosen one. Obi-Wan just doesn't think that's possible anymore. And if you still take those words out of context, it's still true. Mm -hmm. Because all Maul says is, is it the chosen one? Uh, Obi-Wan says, he is. And then Maul goes, he will will avenge us. Which Vader does. Vader kills Obi-Wan. Vader kills Palpatine. Thus bringing balance to, to the, the Force. Force. Kills the last Jedi and... Because let's face it, face it, Luke doesn't avenge Luke really doesn't anyone. Avenge. No. He's, he's too good of a, of, a, of a... He redeems Vader, but he doesn't avenge anyone. Mm-mm. Just maybe the galaxy as a whole? I guess. Goodness. But he wouldn't have been able to do that without the entire rebellion no, before I, him. Honestly, he, he doesn't really avenge any part for Maul. Mm-mm. So that makes much more sense for to talk about Anakin because Anakin does kill Obi Wan and then therefore kills Palpatine, which are the two people that Maul hates, Maul the, hates the most. So I just didn't like them adding that line, but simply for the debate that it's going to stir up again. Mm-hmm. And I just know it's George Lucas's vision that Anakin is still the chosen one. And the whole point of the Mortis arc in Clone Wars, which you've, if you haven't seen, go watch it because it's amazing. It's basically. A human representation of how Anakin is still the chosen one. He will just bring balance by killing everyone. Yeah. Basically, he gets sent to this planet that needs balance brought to it. But there's, like, these three people that... The father. The father, the son, and the daughter mm-hmm. who represent the different parts of the Force. And Anakin, not even purposely, ends up causing this chain of events that kills all three of them. Mm-hmm. And as the father is dying, he says, you really are the chosen one. You brought balance to our our planet. Because, because it's a huge mm-hmm. symbolism of darkness can't exist 
and like darkness and light can't exist without each other. Mm-hmm. Where there is darkness, there will always be light. Where there is light, there will always be darkness. My horrible like sibling ships that always just keep happening when the brothers at the sister's grave being like, "You were the only thing I ever loved." And I'm like, "Oh God, my heart." And then you're like, "Ew, they were literally brother, brother and the sister. sister. That's what they're called." Well, um, but it's symbolic. The only thing the darkness ever loved was the light. It's symbolic. You literally can't have one without the other. It's very Kingdom Hearts. It is. It's, it's very Kingdom a lot Hearts of things. Three, you put Yin in and a... Yang, if you've ever heard of that like novel concept. So, and that's that's how Maul dies, is that. And I think it's a wasted opportunity to not see his Sith eyes go away. Right. Because they have a close-up on his eyes. Obi-Wan closing his eyes. Mm-hmm. And I think for sure, because they have this shot. Like, oh, here it comes. Oh, his eyes are going to... Gold. We're gonna see what his eyes would have looked like before. Nope. Even if they just stopped glowing, because mm-hmm. maybe his eyes were always yellow, but maybe I think it would have been a. Because it's definitely when he's dying, he sounds a little bit like he's found peace. Mm-hmm. So I feel like his Sith eyes should have gone away. Not that he would have been a Jedi after no. that, but his anger is dissipating. Has somehow dissipated, and seeing that Sith, those Sith eyes go away would have been a nice touch. Again, another uh, just piece of emotion and character mm-hmm. that they could have brought to it that it just didn't just didn't and yeah like i said i did rewatch it thinking that maybe the second time i'd understand it more and i really i i wanted to so badly don't get me wrong and i know that we are way more character driven than i think most people are but i still don't understand i i just don't understand how people could be satisfied with that and how they, especially just, people who loved Maul. Yeah, I'm. This is. Uh, I don't like I don't Maul, like and Maul. I didn't even like a send off. This was just as unsatisfying as the first one. No, more unsatisfying because now he has more of a character. Yeah, and he's been having this anger build up for thirty years, and all he gets to say is, "You look old. You're an old guy now." Pathetic, and he's the chosen one. Avenge me, bye. It will, he will avenge me. Uh, call the Avengers, thanks, bye. And it's not, it's not a, it's not So a... the best part of the episode, for me personally, was Luke's cameo in the end. Oh, little bean. Little cute little Luke, so. That's cute, but it's, I still wanted more from that. Too. I didn't even know if, not Obi-Wan, if Maul died. No, I was thinking, like, that can't be it. This is a two-part episode. Maul's not dead yet. Like, oh, I... he is? That's it? I, I, I'm still having a hard time believing it. I, I do too. And obviously, he's dead. Star Wars has come out and did, like, obituaries. And it was actually really cute. During Rebels Recon, they put a uh, big shrine and, like, grave for Maul. And it was like, goodnight, sweet Sith. Oh, that's funny. It, it, it was kind of cute. That's cute, but... It... <sighs> yeah. There's just not a whole lot of words. There's just a lot of size. If I were to sum up that episode, it would just be <sighs> and a lot disappointed stuff. Like I understand what they're doing with like the the like sa- the samurai. When you have two people who are that good at fighting, their battles don't last for very long. All right, but they can still have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Especially when one of them is literally. Batshit. Sorry. One he's, of, he's one crazy. of his batshit has been obsessing over this person for 30, 30 years. And he re- resurrected himself because of his hate for the other one. He was cut in half and lived 
through oh, hate. my hatred! And I honestly think if we got to see more of that Manic Mall, the message that the light side wins in the end is much stronger. And also, the fact that you... They're establishing that Obi-Wan is more... He's less of his, like, charming, bubbly self and is more, like, somber and he's like, I have a purpose now and I'm totally invested in this. That would be driven home more in contrast to... If it was longer. To, yeah, one, if he was on the screen for more than three minutes. And two, if it's in contrast to a character that is kind of crazy and might remind him a little bit of Anakin. Who is just going off the wall, so you're just pushing this idea that the light being focused is so much stronger than in, any hatred. Than any hatred. Because, let's be real, Darth Maul has more hatred than anybody I know. Oh, yeah. He's, he's the most obsessed. And at this point, he's the longest-lasting Star Wars villain, except for Palpatine. Palpatine's yeah. been around longer, but Maul's been around for 30 years at this point. Literally resurrected himself. Palpatine didn't do that. No, he no, didn't. He didn't. He didn't have Or did he? Palpatine oh. is Snoke. And, oh, God. Don't. How dare you. I guess they've done it before. No. Sh- 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 it's not gonna happen. Sh- 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 he was... Sh- he was thrown down and He was thrown down a shaft. There's no way he could have survived. Duh. I mean, that's what we thought about Darth Maul, because he was... Ah, yeah. Writing or herself into a corner. <laughs> one, one other thing I would have... I understand why they don't do it, because I understand that the kids... This whole podcast is like, I understand what they were going for. I feel like they just missed out on a bunch of opportunity. For me, it just was like a swing and miss. And there's another... If Maul would have been like, I can be with my brothers again. Oh. Maul mentions Savage. Mm, that would have been S- says really Even just nice. saying something like, I'll see you soon, brother, as... Like, in... He will avenge me. It's like, now I go to my brother. Something yeah, like that. Something. Absolutely something. So. would have It would have just would have been so good. And when you're doing a bunch of callbacks like you had been all episode, you can do those Clone Wars references. Especially because like after, now I'm just thinking about it. If Obi-Wan was just facing a manic character that maybe reminded him of Anakin and then after that he has to go to see Luke to remind himself why he's here. Mm-hmm. Would have been so good. Oh, that would have been, been so, so good. good. Where he's like, for a moment, like he looks down at like Maul, and maybe he just meant like something in his face, or maybe he can even mention like, again, I have to do this or mm-hmm. something, something that alludes to that he's thinking about Anakin, and then rides to go see Luke and goes, "This is why this I'm is why this. I'm here." He doesn't literally have to say that. Obviously, I don't want him to say that, but to look at Luke, and then the episode ends. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Would have been so much better. Because you really just need to fill out that scene to drive that point home. And again, you know what? That scene would have still only lasted maybe six minutes instead of three minutes. We were not asking for much more. When you... I would have wanted a full episode, but you know what? Maybe I'll take six minutes out of 22 minutes. Is that too much to ask? Where they have this confrontation where you again, like, after Obi-Wan has to kill Maul at... And if you make this scene far more emotional, and when he just finally goes to see Luke, he's like, I had to do this for you. Mm-hmm. Or like, this I, is why I, I, I will this. do this for you. These are the things that I will do for you, because you are our last hope. Yep. For just like that. Now I'm manic. Now I'm going manic. Because it could have it been there. It just... 
just would have been better. And this would have been so much better. So next Let's week, I think, is the finale. There might be a hiatus in between, but next week no. is the finale. Probably part one, because it's probably going to be two-parter, for sure. I assume they'll air them both together. I don't really know. Uh, yeah, I guess we'll see. I assume Sabine is going to return. Yes, probably. Uh, well, they they know they're on Lothal. Mm-hmm. Um, There's probably going to be a cat for a sec. You're probably going to see... Callus is gonna die. Ooh, yeah. I forgot about Callus, yeah. I'm not- Because, like, even his transmission was cut short, so I wonder if Callus yeah. got- Already. Already? Because they, they might be too violent to show on screen. Yep. Which is sad. I was really starting to like Callus as a character. Yeah. Callus was is probably one of the- He made me feel a lot of emotion. That was, like, the first He was a surprise Zeb, character. He, the episode with him and Zeb, which I'm like, Callus and Zeb episode, I'm gonna hate this. Because before I hated- I just- I still won't like Zeb that much, mm. but uh, he's just the Callus least. at the end of that episode where you see the parallels between everyone's so excited to see Zeb again, and then Callus returning and no one even noticing he was gone. Mm-hmm. That was such a good Contrast, moment. yeah. Where he's like, oh. Nobody we, cares about me. We here. aren't good. Nope. We, we aren't like the caring people that we think we are. Because nobody even noticed I was missing. Great. Awesome. Cool. I'm not a person to them. I'm just a commodity. Yep. So, we'll probably do another podcast after the finale. But we just had to do a specific episode one. And this is gonna go up early because everyone keeps telling us to just, just look a little harder. Just look. Trust me, I've looked as hard as I could. Yep. And I'm sorry. I just expected so much more. Wanted so much more. You've, it's been how many years since the last, like, how many years? The last time since... Obi-Wan saw Maul is when he killed Satine. Yep. That's the last time you saw him. And how many real-life years has that been since season six of Clone and Wars? also, like, Maul's a Sith. Obi-Wan lost Anakin to the Sith. The... This Pri- is so much. Maul, pry it, man. Pry it. That's what they do. Like, that's what Maul's always done. And for him not to do it, especially it's not like Maul and Rebels has been different. No, he's been crazy, and he's so he's been more crazy than he was in Clone Wars, and he's been going off the deep end. And there could have even been a beautiful line where Obi Wan's like, "Look at you, like blah blah blah." The this power of the Sith will never be as strong as the Jedi, mm-hmm. and Maul could have been like, "Well, I'm no Sith any longer." And then Obi Wan's like, "Your hatred has consumed you. You are more a Sith now than you ever were." They and just, then Maul would have been like, "No, I'm not a Sith. I hate at least, the Sith. Just give me a minute more. Uh, just obviously, I would have loved. There's six so much. Minutes. There's so much more you could have done. And so much. It was just too, too. Like again, the 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 fight didn't need to be. No, the fight didn't need to be more. There just needs to be more conversation. Just more conversation. More emotion. Show the contrast between the two. So yeah, uh, that was our our review of of Twin Sons. What did you guys think? I just want to slam my head against the desk. <laughs> I just think it's I I tried watching two separate recordings because I was just so convinced <laughs> that I watched the wrong one. And oh. I'm glad a lot of people did enjoy it. That was good. Let's let's see how the I finale goes. I think we just goes. like things too much. We do. We just like too hard. We love too deep. We love too deep. And this is the one time we'll probably get to see Obi-Wan in this season. Oh, we'll never see Obi-Wan again. So. Never. I'm convinced. Oh, So that's what I'm getting. There's no reason to see him again. We shouldn't see him again. We shouldn't because you're never going to go back to Tatooine. Why would you? 
Nobody's supposed to know he's alive. <sighs> Sigh. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. We'll be back with another. Blah, blah, blah. We'll be back with another Rebels podcast probably when the finale airs, which I think is next week. Yeah. Let us know how you felt about Twin Sons down below. Mm. Um, I hope I I hope it brought you more joy than us. But also, but I also hope that you heard what we paint the picture that we painted, and you were like, "Oh, that would have been cool. <laughs> that would have been cool." Anyway, guys, I am CT. I'm solo. We're gonna go see Beauty and the Beast again. Yeah, cause I need to cry. We need to go see a Buffalo Man. <laughs> Buffalo Man, take me away. Yes, indeed. Anyway, later, guys. Bye.